irrespective of the size of organization, change is inevitable. Whether or not your business needs change, whether you need to implement a new solution, whether or not you need to change interactions between individuals or between teams, all of these things are required. This week on the Practicing Leader podcast, we're going to talk about strategies you can use to try to help implement changes at a large scale. I'm your host, Pulo Bargava, and let's discuss. We're going to go ahead and try something new this week. If you have questions you'd like to ask and you'd like me to cover them specifically, feel free to go ahead and drop me a phone call at 206-651-4312 and leave a message with the topic that you'd like to have discussed, and I'll go over it during the next, next podcast. If instead you'd like to send a mail, you can go ahead and send an email to questions at thepracticingleader.com, and I'll go ahead and I'll review those as well. One of the first strategies I try to employ is communicating the justification for the change. This is important for people to understand the business context behind why you're choosing to go make a change and for other people to then understand whether or not the resistance they may or may not have actually fits. This came into play when we were implementing a change that was across the entire company. And rather than trying to go convince individuals or or engineers individually about a change, what we ended up doing was communicating the justification for the change to overall business management or to chiefs of staffs or to the execs that were actually behind these organizations in order to be able to roll out a company-wide policy. This enabled us to be able to roll out security policies relatively quickly across 250,000 people. But by making those justifications clear about why we were doing something and helping those individuals understand the, the basis of why it was required, it then made the how and the what so much easier. When having those conversations and making sure the justifications are understood by everybody, the next step is listening to what people have to say and making sure you're, you're engaging in active listening. This will encourage open dialogue and allow people to express their thoughts behind why a change is or is not required, but also allows for more thought-provoking questions to then be elicited from both from them as well as from yourself. When we're making change to a major engineering system, this was like about 10, 12, 15 years ago, one of the big questions that I was asking or trying to figure out is, what is the purpose of the change? How are we making this change? And how is this going to impact some of our customers behind that engineering system? And by engaging and listening to what the stakeholders wanted, as well as what the customers wanted, it allows us to be able to create a better solution and come up with a better way to be able to implement our engineering system changes. Had we not done that, the result would have been likely we would have missed a target of something that was important to our customers, in this case, the engineers, or missed what the goals were from our stakeholders. Building on that story about changes to engineering systems, what you want to think about is how do you implement changes in stages? If you try to say on day X, we shall go make a change and that day everything will be different is not a real story. It ends up in a situation where you think you have all the things buttoned up and ready to go, but the likelihood you've thought of every single detail possible and every single implication is not likely. This is why making these changes gradually and over time to be able to see the effects, that way you have an opportunity to be able to course correct as necessary. The side effect of also bringing these things down into manageable steps allows for both employees, customers, stakeholders to be able to adapt to it gradually. This makes sure you get a chance to be able to bring folks along. We'll talk about that later. Again, building on the previous topic of 
changing things gradually, the idea of changing everything at once also doesn't take into account that the change that you're proposing may not be the final form that you need it to be in. As you receive feedback from your customers, as you receive feedback about this change that's adapting gradually and being accepted by your customers and your stakeholders, the thing you'll need to be considerate of is, should we be adjusting what our strategy is or adjusting what the change is to allow us to be able to meet the outcomes that we need? By asking for feedback, listening to it, and then and then adjusting your changes as appropriate, it'll give you a better chance to make sure that the result that you want is the result that you get. It's very similar to that idea of when somebody's saying, I'd like a tree swing, what the actual customer wanted versus what you actually had built may differ, and it gives you a chance to be able to course correct and find what the customer actually wanted. As you're implementing these changes, the last thing you'll want to do is make sure you're bringing everybody along. There are folks that will be early adopters and there are folks that will be laggards. That is just a natural idea behind the bell curve where folks will join sooner, uh, join sooner in the process and some will join later in the process, and that's natural. But what you still want to do is make sure that you're listening to them and listening to what the feedback is and listen for the nuggets of gold that they may be providing you. The last piece here is making sure you bring everyone along. It's crucial. You need to bring everyone along, even folks that are detractors, even folks that are advocates. There are folks that will be early adopters, and there will be folks that are or lag behind. Whatever you can do to try to bring them along, whether it be in bringing them in forum in an open discussion, focus groups, collaborating, figuring ways to be able to figure out how do you bring everyone to a shared perspective and shared view will allow you to be able to meet the outcomes that you need. When we were first starting off, this was, again, talking about that engineering system from some time ago. There was an opportunity to be able to figure out, okay, well, how do we speed up this process? And we came up with an idea that one of the teams didn't necessarily agree with, but they're like, yeah, you could try it out. We're not sure how much benefit it's going to provide. One of the things we ended up doing was creating a proof of concept and then representing. And they were like, hey, wait a second, this might work. By doing those small proofs of concepts, we were able to bring along the team both the ones that necessarily didn't agree with the approach, as well as ones that already agreed, and then figured out, okay, since we've proven it works, can you now provide support? Can you now help us do this? And we ended up cutting roughly 50% off of the amount of time it took to go through this process as a result. But it took that constant engagement and working with that other team, even though they didn't necessarily agree, to be able to create that positive change experience for them, as well as for us. These are the strategies that I have used to try to affect change at a large scale. I've done this for teams that are 5 or 10, and I've done this for divisions of 5, 10, 15, 20,000 people, and I've done this at a company-wide scale. These strategies are applicable in all these different permutations and allow you to be able to affect change the way you need them to be affected and bring everyone along in the process. Again, if you have questions you'd like to have covered as part of the podcast, please go ahead and give me a call at 206-651-4312 and leave me a message with your question. Or you can send me a question at questions at thepracticingleader.com and I'll be sure to cover them during one of my podcasts. This has been the Practicing Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Brule Margava, and I'll see you next week.